I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, branch managers. It's Todd Screema and Jim Reed and the lovely Robin Lavasser. We're talking to branch managers in the mortgage business today. And the title is, Would You Work For You? It's a great, we just come up with these titles, just fun things to talk about. I think this is a huge one. So to start us off here, let, let's do this. If, 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 would you work for you, right? That's an introspective question. So Robin, what's one thing, I'm a branch manager. What's one thing I got to do that, that is, you don't see a lot out there. What's one, one trait or one activity I got to do it. Uh, I, I think one of the biggest for me is consistency. I mean, I can't show up at 10, 10 a.m. one day and noon the next and 8 a.m. the not next. At all the, not at all the one after that? Yeah. Yeah, not a, the, the not at all. Yeah, not knowing what to expect, I think, is a better way of the way that I would portray consistency. But you're exactly right. Like being being where you say you're going to be, being where they, people can anticipate, where they can access you as leadership. I think just consistency in general. If I, if, you know, you're my boss, Todd. So if I had to track you down all the time, never knew if you were going to be at the office, never knew if you were going to be available, never knew when and how to get a hold of you, I would really struggle wanting to work for you. Yeah, consistency. I to- totally agree. Jim, Something what's I another one? I do as a branch manager, I have to always be recruiting. I got to re-recruit my existing people and recruit new people. Always, always be recruiting. Oh, say that first part again, Jimmy, because the... That I think I think we miss this. We hear recruiting and we think go find new all the yeah. time. The, the potential replacements of those re-recruiting things. your existing people. Like, um, there's two sayings that pop up. One is they don't know how much they don't, they don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. Yes, and the second one is people forget how much you do for them. Yes, people do, and I do. So I'm I'm guilty. Like what I mean by that is. Um, I just got off the phone with an interview with a loan officer who wants to come work for me. And um, and he had seen the uh, uh, the business plan, the one, the, the loan officer business plan that I do. Um, and he said, you know, I've worked at two mortgage companies and, you know, they don't do anything for me. Like, they don't do anything. They don't even, like, say, hey, here's an idea. Um, and so we do a lot. For our loan officers, as a branch manager, if if you're a good one, you do a lot for them, and you have to mm-hmm. constantly remind them what you do for them, so they don't forget. That's re-recruiting. Yes, uh, I'll do another one, um, and it's this is a big one that so many people they think they do it and they do not. That is strong emotional energy. Oh yeah, I walk into the corporate office. I'm like, hey team, what's going on? What are you doing for the fourth? Right. Hey, how many Look, deals you got? Yeah. Hey, a, what can I help you with? Hey, did you call that big agent? Oh, you didn't? Call him. Send me a text yeah. in 30 minutes. You better with have called smile. him. With There's a smile. A smile. <laughs> and people are like, I, I had this one branch manager years ago. I said, bud, you got it all wrong. He says, what are you talking about? I said, you're 90% grizzly bear and 10% Mickey Mouse. It works much better to be 10, 90% Mickey Mouse and 10% Much Grizzly yep. Bear. Much. And we talk about it, this is like 15 years ago, we talk about it all the time and chuckle about it because he changed. He's like, oh, he's like, people don't want to hang around 
people that don't have energy and conviction and happiness and looking forward and hope, they don't want to work for yeah. you. And all the branch managers listen to this are like, I got pretty good. Hey, assistant, don't I have pretty good energy? She's going to say yes because yeah. you signed her yeah. paycheck. Put a mirror on your desk and find out, am I bringing it today? Because you are the parent. Yes. It's like, it's no different than coming home. And there's that old saying, if mom is happy, mom is not happy, no one's happy. You can walk into your house, whether it's your mom or your current spouse. And if someone's in a bad mood, it took you about how long to recognize that the mood was off? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And that's how most people, they're like depressed, they're, they're, they're scared, they're what? Get all your loan officers in a car and go make some sales calls yep. together. How about that but, kind of yes. leadership? Oh, what a novel idea. How many times you made a sales call with a loan officer? Uh, never. Okay, really good leadership there. That's mm -hmm. very impressive. Robin, what's another it's, one? Well, you you took what probably it was probably my biggest one is the energy piece. I don't believe that we. I I just don't believe that people understand what a difference it makes to be an energy vampire yeah. or somebody right that is a is a contributor a a tigger if you will. It's just you want to be around people that make you smile and that make you happy and that that you feel are invested in it. And man, it's it's I walk into offices I can instantly feel that there is chemistry in any branch that I travel to around the nation. Literally, instantly, I know if the vibe is off. I know it. And, and that it, that's a really big one. I, I think the other one is, um, you know, to me, when you decide to lead people, leadership is a lot like parenting. And For accountability sure. is love. And, and when you're in a real relationship with anybody, there is conflict. There is um, confrontation, if you will. And both of those things ultimately are problem solving, right? If you're willing to do that, you ever not fight with your significant other? Do you ever not fight with your children? Do you ever not fight with your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister? People that you really truly love, you probably have the most overall confrontation with because it's a real relationship. And so I think one of the things that I often see leaders and Jimmy, you probably, I'm guessing you see a lot of this too, is avoidance of that conflict or that confrontation and also that accountability piece, giving yourself permission to say, hey, if I really love you, I'm going to tell you the darn truth, right? I'm going to tell you about the fact that, listen, my most successful loan officers, I see their faces every day in this office. My ones that are struggling the most, I don't see every day in this office. No. Success leaves clues. When I get complaints from somebody who's not in the office very often, one of the first things I say is, Okay, yes, we'll take care of that file or whatever the case. But can we talk about what else is not making you successful? Shit, where you been lately? Where you been? How do we get you on a better path? How do we make you gritty? You know, those things. And when you're not willing to do that as a leader, what you're really saying is work for me for as long as you can. And if it ends up not working out, it ends up not working out. Like, but I don't really care what happens. And that's when you avoid that accountability and those things. So I think great. People that love you and care about you hold you accountable and tell you the truth. And I think more leaders need to do a better job. You see, see, hundred percent. So I'll, I'll share something with you. Just to, two two comments on that that that'll drive this home, um, guys. We've had some branches not make it as good as we think we are. 
when you look at those branches, and Robin, there's two or three running through your head right now. They didn't have that. At one point, the, 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 the branch manager had energy, and now they don't. Yep. That's an issue. Okay. Now, to talk about a franchise, two franchises that come to mind that have energy. Chick-fil-A and Dutch Brothers. Oh. If you want a fun experiment, go to one of those franchises, anyone in the nation, and just see how it feels different. You get a coffee at Dutch Brothers, they're like, hey, what are you doing? Hi, how's it going? How's your day going? What can I do for you? Like, it's literally like yes. that. You go to Chick-fil-A, like, yes, yes, sir. No, sir. Hey, I'm happy to get that for you. And yeah. they mean it. It's different. So, but, well, Jimmy, well, give us uh, one yeah, more and we'll so, close I mean, out. I'm just going to echo that one. Um, the, the phrase that I've been waiting to say, uh, but you guys are just talking too much. We're going to have some fun at work, dude. Like, that's my last one. Like, you got to have fun at work. Like, I, sometimes I'll be running a, a branch meeting and everybody's so serious. And I'll just spend the rest of the meeting talking about having fun at work because you have to have fun yes. at work. There has to be some place you want to come. And here's what you can't do. It cracks me up. The beatings will continue until morale improves. That don't work. No, morale improves. Like you, you have to have fun at work. You have to be an encourager and you have to be a leadership by example for it to happen. Yes. You know? You know, it, it, Jimmy, on the Chick-fil-A piece of it, the Kathy family clearly has been just really a, a, a figured out, really people, because business is people, right? That's what it's about. But when he talks about being a leader one, you know, he has no fear getting in there, Todd. You know, you listen to him talk about that, getting in there and doing a camp out. He goes and camp. This man's 76 years old and camps out with his people when they open a new location, they camp out with customers waiting for it to open. He sleeps on the ground in a sleeping bag to have fun with them. In addition to that, he says, how do I, one of the people said, how do you have the highest rated company of retention and customer service basically across the entire fast food industry? How? And he said, oh, that's really easy. If you're happy on the inside, meaning the interior people, if they're all happy, your customer for sure is going to be happy as well. You'll attack more. But Robin, the industry's struggling. Robin, the industry's down 65%. Robin, right? Uh-huh. This is the time where you're tested. Yes. Like I was just talking to a great leader and we we're talking about this. And I said, you know, at the end of the day, what are we supposed to learn? So you go through a hard time. You know, when you talk about all these people where they lost an arm, in battle, or their they went blind when they're three years old. There's a theme to those people. They tell you going through that was the best thing that ever happened to me in my yes. life. Why? Because you learn during the hard times. So would people work for you? Well, I know what your answer is. Twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Yeah, they all loved it. Now is the time. That's 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 like. You know, Disneyland's everyone's happy at Disneyland. When you're not in Disneyland, are you yeah. happy? How do you have fun? How do you encourage people? How do you teach them sales skills? How do you keep them moving forward? How do you give them hope? Those are the, I, that's what we're talking about. So would they work for you? And people's like, well, 
if you say, if you hesitate, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, if you neither so don't want to walk in the office, today? neither do your people. 100%. And people are just scared and depressed and it's not going to work. Not going to work. Now, I happen to feel blessed to be in this business, even though it's been brutal. And I've been through some crazy times, like we all have, but I still have fun. I still wake up and I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like, this is, this is a fun challenge. This is a chess game. Like, how do you get through this? How do you, how do you make the right decisions? What sales skills are we improving? Those kind of ideas. That's the magic. That's the magic. Because as people see you doing that, it's no different than your parents. And I just want to be direct on this. My, my, I had two parents that both smoked cigarettes. I was using tobacco when I was 16. This doesn't work. Don't smoke, Todd. Don't smoke. Don't use tobacco. Yeah, make your make it your calls, loan officers, work. but let me go sit in my office and not make my calls. Yeah. Show up on time, yeah. but I'll be late. You know, it's a, yep. Yeah. Mirrored leadership. Put that mirror in your office and look at yourself. Would you work for you? Now, I'll, tell, I'll brag about Robin just for a second. We were in an all-day meeting yesterday, all day. I called her later that night. I'm like, hey, you were a little bit off in that meeting. Are you okay? She says, I've got the flu. No one knew because she She's a has gamer. that energy. And her gamer. energy is so powerful that she can have the flu and no one knows it. That's how good she is. Develop that skill. That's what I'm talking about, right? So guys, would you work for you? It's a deep question. And I'm just telling you, you better have some answers. And that we gave you some, but at the end of the day, do, do they look at you and say, that's my leader walking by. <laughs> and if they don't, you're in trouble, bad trouble. And that doesn't mean you're happy all the time. It doesn't mean you don't hold people accountable. It doesn't mean that you don't get involved in problems. It means the opposite <laughs> of all those things. When someone needs to be called out, you call them out. When someone's being lazy and they're hiding, call them out. So I'm not, it's not about airy-fairy all the time. It's about believing so much in people and wanting them to succeed more than you want to succeed oftentimes. That's the magic. And if you get that, like the Chick-fil-A guy does, he, he's worth $7 billion, just so you know. He does not have to sleep in a sleeping bag. <laughs> he just does it because it's part of his company culture. He wants to be with the people. And if you're hiding from your own people, that's a clear sign you're not a good yep. leader. So be involved, be happy, call people out when they need to be called out, encourage them when they need encouraging, use all those things. It's like a big puzzle, right? And different people need different puzzle pieces. You got to be smart enough to know what they need in the moment and give it to them and deliver. Okay. Guys, thank you very much. We appreciate you guys as always. Hopefully this came across well. We're just trying to help you. If you ever want to interview with Summit because you're like, hey, my company's going out of business or something's really bad, call us. We're happy to interview you. We're very selective. We don't take on many people because frankly, most people ain't going to make it. So don't be surprised if we tell you that. But I also think water your grass where your grass Amen. is. Amen. Grass is grass, That's the buddy. First grass step. is grass. Grass is oh. grass. There ain't some magical mortgage company out there. And I a lot of people are fishing right now. They're like, it must, it must be my company. No, you're grumpy. You're scared. You're not making oh, yeah. sales calls. So there's a fine line to all Amen. that. 
Finally. Guys, have a great day. God bless you. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Thanks, Robin. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.